Welcome to We Break Cycles, the most engaging, insightful, and empowering podcast for equipping kingdom warriors to walk in healing, freedom, and abundance. You can find us on the Gospel Grammar Network, Apple, Spotify, and our YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome back everyone to We Break Cycles. It's Lori and Bibi and we have a very special guest with us today and we're very, very honored and excited to introduce Tiffany Miner to you. And uh, she is my daughter-in-law, but she is also a very powerful woman of God. And we are going to be talking about the topic of abortion. We're just continuing from um, our last episode. That's obviously an issue that the body of Christ is really waking up to and asking ourselves, how can we be a solution to this problem? And um, so I'm very um, interested to see, Tiffany, what the Holy Spirit put on your heart um, about being a solution and what, you know, we as the body of Christ can, can do to be a solution to this issue. So thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored and I'm so thrilled to be able to share uh, God's heart on abortion and our response. And first I want to say, I know when you think of abortion, it can be so daunting because I think it's up to 62 million babies have lost their life so far, um, to abortion. And, um, that's daunting to think about. And it almost feels like, what can I even do? I'm one person. But uh, this is the great news. God is on our side. And when you connect to God and you hear his heart and you're speaking out what he's saying, well, there's power in that because it's not us, it's him. And so that was one of the most life-changing things that happened to me when um, God started opening my eyes towards abortion in his heart was that really the victory is his and our authority comes through him. And he, um, I went to this, I was a part of this online prayer rally for life. And um, they compared Goliath, I mean, abortion to a modern day Goliath. And that's exactly what abortion is, because Goliath made a mockery out of God and God's people. And that's exactly what abortion does. It makes a mockery out of God and his people, because one of the first commands or one of the first things that God said to Adam and Eve was go forth, be fruitful and multiply and take dominion over the earth. Well, abortion comes against the very thing that God had set in motion for his people, for us. And so what I love is that when David was met with this Goliath, where everyone was scared and didn't know what to do, David said, today I will have victory. I think it even says, today I will have your head because the battle is the Lord's and truly the battle is Lord's. And when we connect with him, it wasn't the stone and the slingshot that made David powerful. It was his faith in God. And so we come and we connect with God and we have our faith in him. And we come against this in the spirit. Well, we will see victory. And I believe we will. I believe Roe versus Wade will end. But to me, when it ends and it's overturned, that's just the beginning. And so that is our heart behind Life Night is prayer and worship. Because we're putting the battle back to God. That's where we get our authority that's when it actually, we see change. We see God do what only he can do and we put it back in him, back to him. So I want you to recognize that that's like my um, thing I would love to tell the body of Christ is to, to not look at how big abortion is, look how big our God is and look to him, hear his heart. And I'm telling you, he's going to, he's going to endow you with the heart to actually want to step up and speak out. 
because for so long the church has been silent on this. And I think it's up to 40% of Christian women come to church and still have the shame of abortion. And that's heartbreaking. So um, uh, I want to share a dream that God gave me that totally uh, just took it to another level. So we, that's why we started Life Night. That's why we had our prayer and worship event it was for that very reason. And then God gave me such a powerful dream where he showed me that the gospel has to be our banner and the gospel is what's going to end abortion for good. And um, so in this dream, I was at the Planned Parenthood in Houston. It's like one of the either the first or the second largest abortion clinic in America. And so I was there and I was at the front steps and there was a long line of women walking out the front door. And they all looked, com they were wearing white shirts and they all looked completely like lifeless. Like they were alive, but they looked dead. No emotion or anything. And then there was a, a body of people all around them like chanting and they had picket signs. And I think we've, come to the place where we know that that's not the way to do it. Like that's not going to do anything, but send women further into shame. So, um, anyway, they were doing that. And, um, as they were walking out, I just grew angry in my spirit. I was like, cause it wasn't doing anything. They just kept walking. And so I rose up and I said, there's post abortion recovery for those who want it. And out of all that, only one woman's turned around and looked at me. And at this point I go inside the building and I see these uh, cash registers like you would see at Walmart. And right there, that's just the heart of uh, Planned Parenthood and abortion facilities. It's just to make money. And um, I'm sitting there and there's a young woman working out, working the cash register. And she just kind of, she was just ignorant. Like you could tell, like she didn't understand what she was doing. She was just kind of there checking out people like it was nothing. But then to me, like being in there, it was so intense because I could tell behind me all these doors that that's where the abortions were happening. And it was so intense. I could like barely be in there because the oppression of it. And then I looked back and I saw the long line of women coming out the, the back doors where the doctor's rooms would be at, um, heading out the front doors. But this time they were crying. And in their hand, they held a white wash rag in front of them like this. And I was looking at them like, why are they holding that? And the lady who was working the register could perceive what I was saying. She said, oh yeah, we give them that wash rag. But if they use it, we're going to make them pay for it. And right then I knew when I woke, I woke up from the dream. And right then I knew what God was saying was that when a woman goes in and gets an abortion, she has this moment of time where she realizes what she's done. But then there comes the enemy with the lie that what you did, you can never be free from. What you did cost too much. And that angered me because we know the truth. What Jesus did, he paid the price for our sin. And so that right there gave me the strategy to recognize to know that that's the very lie that we have to come against. It is the gospel that will set women free. The word says by the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony. And so that is right, right there is why life night is the gospel is our banner. And we, our heart is to capture women and men's testimony because they too, they pressure or they pay for it. And so they have shame too, and they have to walk through repentance and forgiveness and receive healing from it, um, is to capture their testimonies. Because we believe that as women receive healing, when there's a safe place for them to come forward and repent and receive healing from what, for what they did for that choice, that I believe that God is going to send a boldness into their heart to step up and stand up and speak out their testimony. Because... When, when David took that stone 
and swung it and it hit Goliath right there in the middle of the forehead. He came down. But then David ran to Goliath and took his very Goliath's own sword and cut his head off. And what I love is that even when Rovers's weight is overturned, there's still going to be a mindset because it's just a law. I mean, there's still a mindset behind this law that has made it reasonable, that's made it acceptable. And so I believe that is, it's the women, the ones who've actually gone through it. That is, they, they know the truth. They fell for the lies, but they know the truth. So as they speak out, they're coming against the very lies of the enemy. And so I believe they're going to be the ones that are going to take and take the word of the Lord, their testimony, and cut off the head of abortion. And so that is our heart. That's our vision. Um, and yeah, <laughs> like I'm here and my belly's on fire, <laughs> literally just listening to you, um, as everything you shared is so powerful. Um, but I, I just all over what you're sharing, I just hear the heart of God. I hear the strategy of God. Um, and because I'm tying this to kind of what, um, in a previous episode, we had talked to, to Billy about, um, journey homes. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that, Mm -hmm. but yeah. So, you know, she's kind of on the front end, right? That's kind of what I see is like, she's on the front end because like Lori had said, as Christians, we, we kind of are like, God, where do we fit? Like, how can we help? What do we do? But God is so beautiful because he's like, I have so many places where you guys can be, you know, fit in and help and, and, you know, stand for me and represent me. Um, So like I was saying, Billy is kind of on the front end with Journey Homes, like, okay, girls, you don't have to make this choice because guess what? We have provision to help you, support you as much as you need. And all Christians can help in that way. We can all come alongside organizations and movements that do, do that and provide that care. And then you guys are on the other end with Life Night saying there is restoration. Ooh, it is. That's amazing to me. You know, because you're saying, and then because God's shown you strategically how to win this battle is the people who've gone through it, right, can now come and stand and slay this giant and and, and say, look, it's never... It's never too late, you know? God is the one who redeems and restores. And the truth is they're not just doing it for themselves. First, they're setting themselves free from the shame and the guilt. They're getting liberated. But guess what? They're also opening doors for those who are still in that place where they're trying to make that decision. Like, she went through it. I don't have to do this, you know, because, hey, there's support up front. But even if I do make the mistake and it happens, you know, if I go ahead and do this, my God still loves me and still wants me and I'm not a lost cause or whatnot. You know, whatever it is that causes them. I mean, obviously, I can never fully understand. I'm, we're sitting here and yes, we can talk about it and talk about it, but we really will never feel fully be in the shoes of people who have to make this decision or who have been through it, you know? So we're not in any way minimizing, you know, making it seem like it's easy or it's, oh, you know, just a brain thing you just think through it no this is a we know this is a matter of life and death for a lot of people and so but god god's love you know the gospel jesus's death and resurrection all that he did on the cross and all that his life represents is the solution you know um and he's just asking us to take it you know like this is i'm offering it to you and and yeah i just i'm just in awe of just seeing how god is so strategic with 
thinking through everything from the beginning to to the end and knowing how to put things in place for people to I feel like that's the story of the Bible from the beginning to the end. He's always had a way to restore his people back to him. And that's the love of God. And that's that's mind blowing to me. Thank you. (laughs) And that's what I love is that how good our God is that he would use the very thing. You know what? Satan meant for harm. God will turn around for good, for our good and for his glory. And I believe that's an invitation for all of us, but especially with abortion, because it's such a, um, God just showed me that in that moment that they, they recognize what they did. It's so overbearing. And that's why so many of them, that's why, uh, another story that I can't wait to film is she talked about how pride became like her jacket. It protected her. It kept her safe because she couldn't bear the weight of what she had done. And so I just love that. That is what God wants to set us free from and not only set us free, but overcome the enemy and set other, help set other people free who are walking through the same thing or even save <laughs> potential um, other women from walking through the same thing. That's amazing. So, so, so how, so life night, is it usually like an event that you have? How is it, what's the process usually? And how do you engage, you know, people? Like, how does it work? Just walk us through it. So I have, we have a Facebook page and um, that's where we post all of our testimonies. So we uh, film testimonies of men and women who've gone through abortion. And so that's where we just use as a platform to share. And um, we're hoping that as we share those testimonies that other people, will hear it and that the, either they'll want to receive the same freedom or they'll want to step out and actually share, oh, hey, yeah, God did set me free. There's actually a lot of women who have been set free. But there's still that little holding them back to where they still don't want to talk about it. And so I believe that, that it's going to open the door for people to, to, to just rise up in boldness to share because there's no shame. And I believe that actually the bottom of our depravity is actually a launching pad for God's grace and his love. And so um, that's our heart right there. So that's part of it. And two, we um, plan worship and prayer nights and we have like five strategic prayer points. And and I think it's actually going to have to change now because we're at the brisk of Roe versus Wade being overturned now. So that's exciting. (laughs) When we first planned this, that wasn't even heard of like Amy being elected that wasn't even in our corner yet so that's exciting um but anyway so well when COVID we were going to plan one for 2020 and then COVID happened and I just kind of fell back in fear and I just wasn't sure and then but then I went to the let us worship movement with Sean and I just realized wait a second I don't need a church I don't need an auditorium I don't need a whole band. We just need people who are willing. And so that kind of has been lighting up a fire in me to let's just get out there and go. (laughs) Like we don't need all this stuff that I thought we needed, like we had for our first one. So right now I'm still in the process like, okay, God, what does that look like? So if you're listening and you're, uh, you play guitar or you're a singer, (laughs) a worship leader, and this, uh, aligns with your heart too, please reach out to us because, that's all we need. We just need someone who sings because I, I can't lead people in worship. So <laughs> um, so if that's you, just uh, reach out to us and I would love to get connected and um, just do a grassroots movement like Sean did with the Let Us Worship movement. And so that's that's basically what our what it looks like for us. 
Awesome. I'm looking at Lori here and Lori's like, oh my God, this is like, <laughs> I can feel what she's feeling. She's my sister. So I know. <laughs> so share with us what you're well, thinking, Lori. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just in awe of God because I feel like this is what he's doing over the face of the earth. And it's uh, right now, the Lord's just been speaking to me, whatever we've been looking at in the natural, do not trust in what you, you're seeing. Do not trust things are not as they appear. You know, God is there, it might look like things are shut down. It might look like that a lot of hope is lost. It may look like life's been sucked out of our off of the face of the earth because it hasn't even just in, impacted, you know, America. It's impacted the world, and uh, abortion is not a topic only in the United States. It's all around all around the world. But that the Holy Spirit is literally waking up His His creation, and you know, the Scripture just comes back to me that says that. Um, um, what is that scripture that says all of creation is groaning for the sons and daughters to rise up? And I, and when, when, even as you were speaking and saying anyone who is, this just resonates with your spirit, anyone who, you know, you want to come alongside us. And I, I, it's just so much the heart of God that's, you know, that it's just, um, I feel like that the body of Christ is catching it. It's like um, someone said, you can catch a wave. And I feel like it's just a wave of the Holy Spirit over the, the face of the earth saying, okay, connect with your, with each other, body of Christ, get connected, you know, catch the vision, catch my heart here and find your position. And so it's just, um, yeah, I do. I feel, you know, like this is just such a significant um, heart issue for God. I mean, it's life, it's his creation. And so, um, and I, I just wanted to just also say, I think one of the things that, like you said, it just, you felt like just that fire or that your spirit just rise up inside of you was whenever you, again, when you said, you know, the very thing that the enemy intended to literally just cause shame and to take someone, take them out of a position of feeling worthy or just feeling even just the hurt and the pain of that experience. You know, that very thing that the enemy wanted to use for that is going to be the very thing that is going to set them free and, and set other people free. But also it was, um, you know, the, the word disqualified is a word that the enemy has really tormented many in the body of Christ with is, you know, you're not qualified, you know, and he comes back and says, because you know, you know, that hidden thing, you know, that one thing. And it's just, you know, if anybody finds this out or if anybody knows this about you, how will they ever receive anything? But it is that very thing that the enemy used to just qualify you that actually qualifies you. Like you said, by the blood of the lamb and the word of our uh, testimony, when we, you know, our testimony of um, these women's testimony and men who've been healed as well is going to literally, I mean, it's going to break other people, their shame off of them, you know, so it's not even, even just them overcoming. And I, I'm just excited. I'm excited to see where, you know, um, well, I'll just say that when, whenever I attended life night, the last life night event, and the Lord gave me a vision of all of these things that held those light, the lie of abortion together. And I saw them like a spider web and I saw them actually just losing their hold, like coming apart um, as we were worshiping and praying. And so, I mean, like you said, BB, 
we're all sitting saying, how can, how do I fit into this solution? And I feel like a lot of times we underestimate the power of inter- of intercession and the power of um, pray, praise and worship as warfare. And so, I mean, I think the way the Holy Spirit has positioned you to, um, to, to um, pull the body of Christ together, to um, bring abortion down is just, I think it's, I think it's powerful. Thank you. I am excited because I am because it, it points all back to God. I mean, where we're prayer and worship being the answer in the gospel, it's all, it all points back to God. And I love it because it's like, how much more does God get the glory? And I want to tell, and I really want um, any man and woman listening to this who have gone through abortion, you know, the enemy, this is, this is what I want to say. When I said earlier, um, the enemy thinks he won because he uses one stone to take out two people, the life of the baby and the person who went through the abortion. But the enemy never gets the last word. He never does. Because one, your baby is in heaven with Jesus. And secondly, you have freedom and forgiveness with Jesus. And your baby in heaven, your baby's cry is for you to know the love of the Father like they do. So there's freedom for you in that, and there's freedom in for you. And I believe, too, that... Um, so a, a testimony that we're going to record that is going to be powerful. Uh, she shared this dream, and I don't want to share the dream because it's hers, but the heart of the dream was that every time that you, because the baby didn't get to live their life, and when we, um, you know, in the Bible it talks about when you do things for the Lord, out of the, just out of your love for God, that you're building up riches in heaven. Okay, well, the baby didn't get the chance to do that. But every time that you speak out your testimony, you're, it's giving your baby credit. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> so um, just know just the freedom there is for you. And I want to implore you that if you've gone through that and um, to connect with us, if you want resources to walk you through healing, but even right now, God can meet you right where you're at. And speak to your heart. And he can give you freedom right here. You don't have to wait. Right here and right now as you're listening to this. And if you have received freedom and you haven't been able to share it yet, I want you to connect with the heart of God and let him give you the boldness to step out and ask him. Because he will definitely open up the, the space and time and place for you to share your testimony. Do not underestimate it because me and Lori are part of this online group. And um, I cannot think of his name right now. But he got on one day and did a live video. There's like 200 people on this online group on Facebook. And uh, he did a live video where he went on and he just shared his testimony of how he had paid for an abortion and um, how God had has set him free from the, the shame of that and the weight of that sin. And um, just him sharing that one, it like set up a wildfire of other people coming forward and saying, I haven't I was too scared to receive healing, but I just through your testimony showed me that I can too. And other people like I did receive healing, but I've been too scared to share it. And, and literally, and then it went on to, it just, it caught wind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you cannot underestimate your, cause the word, it's the word of the Lord. It says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So. Absolutely. I just, all this testimony, testimony is 
weird because I just had a conversation with my sister this morning and we were talking about the exact thing about the power of our testimony. That's what the Bible says, like you guys have said, is what helps us overcome, right? By the blood and the word of our testimony. And I mean, I just keep hearing God say like, that's what that's really where our strength lies is. And then that's how this trickling effect, the healing, you know, that's how it happens and how it multiplies. I have a mentor who, who says she has this phrase. She says, she says, one sweetheart opens the door for the next. And so essentially you testifying of what God's done in your life, you know, and the restoration you've received, the healing you've received because you surrendered to him no matter what you've gone through, essentially opens the door for another person, you know, to walk in and get their own healing and their breakthrough and get healed. You know, so I, it is powerful. And it only, I mean, it, it only just totally aligns with who God is. You know, he's all about family. It's all about, it's not just about one person, you know. So you stepping out and doing what even you're doing with Life Night is creating healing and deliverance for so many other people. And, and God's saying, I want, he wants all of us to partner with him in doing this. So even if you've not experienced abortion, if you have not participated in it, you can still be part of the healing for somebody else, you know? So yes, y'all, we're going to definitely post the Facebook group, the ways we can contact, um, your, your movement, because that's what this is, is a movement, a powerful movement. I feel the Holy Spirit all over it. And like, I just know what he'll do with it will be mind blowing. That's the nature of God. It's it's always bigger and greater than anything our minds can even, you know, fathom. And so we're going to have that posted, you know, in the comment section so that, it, you know, people can definitely get in touch and, and connect and, and start to, you know, get in. Guys, we can't sit on the sidelines any longer. No, God's staring this up in your heart. You know, if you're if you have experienced, um, you know, abortion, if you participated in it in one way or the other, there's a reason why you're here listening to this. And and Tiffany, I, I just feel that you should kind of lead whoever's listening in right now um, in in just a quick prayer as the Holy Spirit leads you. Just lead us all um, right now, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. God, I just want to thank you for your heart, Father. I want to thank you for your heart for your children. Lord, I ask that anyone that's listening right to this podcast, Father, that you'd prepare their heart for freedom to come boldly, to your throne room of grace, Lord. I thank you, Father, for the grace to even help them walk them to just a place of surrender. Lord, I thank you that you're going to meet them there. As they come to before you, Father, I ask that you would endow them with your heart for them. Lord, that you would endow them with your love. Lord, I ask that you'd give them the boldness to surrender to you, the boldness to come before you and lay this down at your feet and to not pick it up again. I thank you that as they lay it down at your feet, Lord, that they're going to pick up your love. They're going to pick up your grace and your mercy and your boldness. I thank you that Satan does not get the last word. He didn't get the last word over their baby, and he's not going to get the last word over you. I thank you Jesus has the final say. I thank you that death, has no power. It has no power over us because of what you did for us, Jesus. So we humbly receive you, receive you fully. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
Amen. Thank you. <laughs> that was wonderful. Well, we just want to say um, thank you all so much for joining us today. Um, we hope that you've been thoroughly blessed. We more than that even pray that you've been stirred up in your spirit to move with God because he's moving y'all he is moving and we want to be in lockstep with him and so um thank you once again uh thank you Tiffany it's such a pleasure to have you on here yes. and uh, until next time uh we will see you guys again bye thank you for tuning in to today's episode of we break cycles if you enjoyed this episode, please remember to like and share. We invite you to follow our social media pages on Instagram and Facebook. And please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and to follow us on your favorite podcast platform.